I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. Sightings in and around Vermont. Bigfoot sightings across New England have been reported. Red glowing eyes, about seven feet tall. Red eyes, big old fang claws coming out through. Three inches long, you know, just sharp as they could be. There has been another UFO sighting flying over the Royal Botanic Gardens. There are 500 UFO sightings in the world every month. The truth is out there. We're back. That was a weird one. I, uh, I fucked up. <laughs> I, I feel like that was a unique fuck up in, like, the pantheon of Cryptopedia. It, 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 it was. So what was going on is I had, um... I had recorded some some audio offline to do something for um, uh, mm-hmm. Lenwood, and when we went to record the following day, I just opened my DAW as usual and hit record without having switched the input back to my actual audio device versus just recording computer audio. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the moral that I I just recorded, I had two John tracks. Yeah, it was it was too much John, one might say. <laughs> it, it was. It was. Uh, and and uh, by that, I, by too much, I mean T-W-O much. <laughs> it, it, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh God. But we're back. We're on a, a compressed schedule, so I, I did have a sh- slightly shorter episode that I'm going to whip out. To, somebody, uh, somebody on this call, who won't be named, uh, may have a therapy session after this, also has to then ride his bike to... Uh, pick up his car from the shop because his, all of his brakes were shot. Bike. I didn't, I didn't. Know you took your bike. I I didn't. I drove my car there, and then uh, so I I guess I've named the person who it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I drove my car there, and then I got there, and I'm like, they 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 take the car, and they're like. Yeah, it looks like your caliper's seizing, and also your rear right caliper is seizing too. So probably soon, all of your calipers are going to start seizing, which means <sighs> we're probably just going to replace all. We're just going to have to replace all of them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's God. fair. Um, but then they tried to charge me fifteen hundred before tax for it, which is uh, that's ridiculous. A lot. And I, I texted so, you the same thing. My father, my Erica, they had to get the same things replaced. So I went to AutoZone, bought the parts. And her mm-hmm. her dad replaced them because it's something. After looking at how he did it, I was like, "This is something I could do if I had like a jack." Um, but they're eighty dollars a piece. Yeah, I could <laughs> I could do it too. It's just like I don't trust like that. I don't trust myself like that. Yeah, that's Gosh. that's the main problem with doing car repairs uh, to a certain extent. Like, there's certain things I can do, right? Yeah. Um, which is weird because like I'll fix electronics in my car no problem. Yeah. Um, which really should be the thing that I shouldn't be willing to do, but <laughs> whatever. Um, I get electronics. I get how potential energy works. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, whenever it comes to something mechanical, I don't fuck around because I don't want to find out. That's um, fair. It, it's something that. So the episode we recorded. I re-downloaded the copy, and then I'm just going to yeah. sit on it forever until it's new again, because it was almost a year since I wrote it, so I'll just wait another year. Um, It'll be new, new or not. New, I mean, new. Baldur's Gate 3 has been eating my time, so we might actually re-hit it faster than I am anticipating. We did talk about Baldur's Gate on the well, last episode. Something I spoke about last episode that I thought was funny 
it's not going to be novel to us anymore, but I still think it's funny and it won't be pertinent when it it, it comes up again. Is that my uh, my uh, father my my father in law mm. took his he, he has a new Camaro Super Sport with a drop we, we top. We do need to talk about this one that yes. he took to my daughter's school because she had a performance and he wanted to show off his new sports car. Mm-hmm. So this man, the performance wraps up. We're packing up our lawn chairs. He helps me carry them to the back of my my car and. and he comes to, I've seen it, you know, a few times before, but this is the first time he, he's at it out. So he, he, he hits the button, the roof comes down, mm-hmm. hits the engine. He's just revving the engine in the parking lot of a daycare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Total Chad move, by the Total way. Total Chad move. Brand new Camaro SS. And mm-hmm. um, leave around the same time. He, he He's mm-hmm. two cars ahead of me. Pull out of the parking lot. We get onto the main drag, 9W, and mm-hmm. this man goes from revving his engine in a Camaro SS to going 10 miles under the speed limit, and it was driving me cr- I was laughing hysterically Wh- the whole time. Which and- I want to <laughs> I want to point out, I if I'm uh, if I'm assuming that you're on the like the correct part of 9W, yeah. that's a 55 zone. That yes. <laughs> Which by the way, I get pissed off when people go 55. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair yeah it, it, oh, oh man i got stuck behind someone going like 50 the yeah. other day and i just wanted to murder them there's luckily a, a good portion of that road is passing so i have passed people who are doing like 30 and i'm like i'm not i like just hold the horn on behind them and high beam them for a while and if they don't pick it up i'm i just go around <laughs> There's something about 9W that brings out the rage monster in people. It is. It's also like, and then people who don't, here's the thing. You always pass on the right, no matter what. Never impede the flow of traffic, which also. So pass when, on the left. Well, it's it's one lane. Oh, and yeah. Then, well, then, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and also like the city of Kingston, where we are, like, you'll get passed on the right by a cop. And a cop will like be annoyed that you're not passing the guy in front of you because it's like, don't hold it. They will. It will. It's but, actually kind of fucking hilarious. It's funny. And it, it, we have a new person that moved. They moved to the area from, from Georgia. And um, I was like, oh, you're a New Yorker now. And they're like, I'm absolutely not a New Yorker. I'm like, you you have to start passing on the right. And then she just went, you guys are fucking animals. That terrified me. Well, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. Because we have places to fucking be. Yeah. I, yeah. There's a shoulder. I'm not going to wait. <laughs> yeah. I need to get my bagel. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. There's a really nice bagel shop near my house. Oh, I think I know which. It's not Bodacious Bagels. Is in that's uh, in Stone Ridge. Ridge. Yeah, Sunshine. I know which one you're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. Their bagels are the size of tires. I don't think they deserve the hype, but they are good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, also you you come from Bodacious Bagels, which is still the best bagel. Hands yes. Down. So, like, like you're you're the hype is whatever. Anywho, Brandon, we do have a, a oh, yes, tight yes, deadline uh, this uh, week. Uh, uh, so, welcome to Cryptopedia, an exploration of the myths and the legends that haunt the human mind. Each week, we'll take you on a journey exploring the mysteries of the world, tackling the tales of monsters, folklore, the paranormal, and that thing that definitely lives under your bed. I'm Brandon. I'm John, and that person who commented on the Ape Canyon episode is finally going to get what they wanted. <laughs> I don't understand. Is it because oh, because we banter they too the- much? Yeah, we talked too much. Um, they got mad about how long the episode yeah. took to start. So, so this episode's something I wanted to do for a while, but struggled with because sources were hard to find, and it's it's unique in that I've seen this referred to as an inanimate cryptid, and I find it to be more what? of an interesting occurrence than a cryptid. What? 
What does that even mean? It's you'll we'll we'll, we'll get into it. Because um, I feel like animacy is like a core component of cryptids. It's, yes. Like uh, like like that's like step zero is yeah. it's animate in some way. Yeah, this is like a haunted milk jug. Actually, it's not okay. too far off from haunted milk jug. Now that I make that joke. Oh, um, I hate it. So I usually have some sort of idea uh, as I go into writing these as to what format I want and how to structure it. I already have all my sources picked, but this is a more of a learn as you go kind of uh, deal with this episode. Mm -hmm. So we're going forward together. So without further ado, we shall be covering La Mancha Negra or the Black Stain. I've heard of this. It's 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 just a weird one. It doesn't come up a lot. But it exists. Uh, La Mancha Negra looks how you would expect. It's like an oil slick on the road. Nothing okay. more, nothing less. There's a picture of it so here. Is it? It's it's literally in on the road. I, I don't have the copy in front of me yet. Oh, it's literally um, on the road. It's a black stain that appears on roads. So oil. <laughs> so you would think. Um. Um. Or like water. Or literally like it looks just like old engine oil anything on the road. yeah it, it, it could be literally there's literally a billion th it could be blood it, it can't it, it's not blood. it literally it's not blood but it could be it, it like, could be huh uh, an early english article on this comes from 1992 chicago tribune um oddly i see it frequently called out as 1991 um, on many websites, but the Chicago, Chicago Tribune website has it available and lists it as August fourth, nineteen ninety two. So I'm so I'm not I'm sure wondering, where these misquotes come from, huh? But so like, okay, the only thing that I could think of that would happen is if if the Chicago Tribune like reprinted it in ninety two, and then that's the one that still exists. But why would you reprint an article about an oil slick? Yeah, from a different so, like, country. In Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago of all places, considering the fact that I'm assuming this is going to be uh, uh, South American, maybe? Venezuela. Venezuela? Yeah, yeah. okay. So yeah. why would Chicago give a shit? The, yeah, the, it's not a reprint. It's just whoever. They, I'm, I'm sure it was a typo that just got copy and pasted a bunch. <laughs> it's honestly a miracle that it even happened the first time, <laughs> if we're being real. <laughs> Uh, so our story takes place in Venezuela. The Tribune hits the highlights of this thing. It's a thick black blob with the consistency of chewing gum that is frequently seen on roadways, and its source is unknown. They say that, quote, government officials are embarrassed and baffled. They've spent millions of dollars trying to find out what the goo is, using some of the country's best minds and experts from the U.S., Canada, and Europe. I'd be embarrassed, too, if I spent millions of dollars trying to figure out what some goo was. <laughs> yeah, it's that mystery goo. <laughs> like honestly honestly like i encounter mystery goo all the time in my life <laughs> it's called owning a pet it's it being weird human they see this goo on the road and then there's also a, a a fire truck taking a nap nearby weird very weird i mean i imagine you're you're in you're i encounter goo a lot in my day-to-day -day life i imagine you encounter goo to a startling degree given the fact that you have a child oh yes well due to the fact that i have a child and like goo has become a major part of my world mm -hmm. not child related there's a for a work thing there was a goo that gets used in a lot of things 
and uh-huh. the, the goo has gone away. So now we have the entirety of the world supply of that specific goo, and I'm working on trying to replace that goo with another goo across everything. It's be- it's 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 a very gooey problem. You live in a world of goo. I live in a world of goo. I've spent several hundred hours on this goo issue so far. <laughs> um, they formed a national rate. Yeah, goo right. They formed a national commission to study the blob, and even a federal judge is investigating. Extensive chemical tests to date have failed to identify the substance. We don't know what it is. We clean it, and it comes back the next day. It's frightening, says Arturo Carvajal, an engineer and vice president of a company trying to remove the blob from major carcass carcass highways. I Um, mean, uh, cleaning stuff and it coming back, and I don't know what it is, is kind of like the definition of cleaning. Yeah. In my mind. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. This is this uh, is this is such a non-entity of a story to me. Yeah, so very much so. The story is that what is kind of how did this story get so big? Mhm. Um I mean, it's interesting. Like it is an interesting question. I'm sure someone could probably make a dissertation out of investigating the the the, the goo on the road, but like Yeah. That doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that it's like interesting for everyone. <laughs> it's interesting to goo nerds. Yeah, I guess. Uh Carval's uh, company and half a dozen others have tried washing the goo away with pressurized water and detergent. They tried blowing it away with pressurized air. They've tried drying it up uh, with piles of pulverized limestone. They've scraped it away and repeatedly replaced the top layer of asphalt on the same blob-infested highways. At various times, the government has declared victory, only to have La Mancha Negra return bigger and badder than ever, and it's reproducing somehow, moving from one highway to the next throughout Venezuela. So it just sounds to me like there's something weird in the type of asphalt that they use, but whatever. Something, it, it's, yeah, I don't know. They don't go into if they were newly paved or if there's anything under the ground in those areas. If Like, if there's a geologic survey, it, it's it's unclear. Um, the blob is a killer. More than 1,800 motorists have died in the past five years on one eight-mile stretch of goo-covered highway that leads from the Caracas to the city's international airport. It now is that a is that because they literally hit the goo, or is that just because like I don't know, but I will. I feel like 1,800 is a lot, even on like a pristine road that has yeah. no goo. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, like for for five years on eight mi- in eight miles, that's quite a high number. Maybe maybe close that road. Yeah, th- I feel like that road needs like a barrier. Like and maybe maybe just get rid of that road. That's like, thirty three point nine people a year, by the way. That's a lot on the that's same so, stretch. That's so many. That's like nearly one a week. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Although I guess I guess in a lot of those there's going to be multiple people dying at the same time. Possible, yeah. That's non-zero. Also, uh, La Mancha means the fountainhead, so like, it's a fountain of goo. The fountain. It's, of it's, black it's a black goo. fountain. Yeah. Oh God. So driving with La Mancha Negra is like driving in a Grand Prix. You've got to be careful, or you'll die, says Antonio Perez. 
uh, Caracas taxi driver who frequently deals with the blob on his way to the airport highway. It's eight miles. Just drive a little slower. It drives slower and remember where it was. Yeah, okay. I mean, if you're doing repeated trips, if it, if it's new to you, I mean, I guess good luck. Yeah, I but like he's a, he's a taxi driver. Yeah. He's, he goes there a lot. Like, that's his thing. Yeah, that's bread and butter. And, and his goo. Literally. And his goo. <laughs> bread, at, butter, and goo. At first, it covered 50 yards, then 100 yards, then a mile, and now eight miles. Though the blob contracts and expands depending on the weather, rain and heat might make the blob grow. Cold and dryness makes it shrink. The goo also seems like it best to like it best inside tunnels, and it prefers uphill lanes on grades rather than on level roads. So, so, okay, like, this is sounding an awful lot like some kind of hydrocarbon leaking out of the asphalt, and like, it, it, it seems it like there's shows a thing up going in, on. It seems like it shows up in tunnels be- and, like, stays in tunnels because there's no sunlight to, like, dry it or anything. And then it shows up on hills because hills are just... It's easier for things to roll down hills. Yeah. But, like, whatever. Sure. <laughs> uh, many Venezuelans seem to think uh, someone made big money uh, unexpectedly created the blob by laying cheap asphalt that bleeds oil when the temperature rises. Others think someone is making big money by repeatedly botching the repairs. Why not both? Why not both? Yes. Honestly, that's the that that seems to make sense to me. I think yeah. it's both. Yeah, it could be both. And you know what's funny is so a lot of the time if something gets fucked up, you go back mm-hmm. to the same company to repair it, assuming that they're repaired at a discount because they fucked up. So it could be yeah. just one company just making bank off fucking up continuously. Um, and, and they just are like, you know what? We could probably get more money out of this if we just spread this out a little farther. Yeah. Um, that's where the judge comes in. He has been investigating charges of corruption since last year, but no one has f- been f- fingered. <laughs> um, oh, Freddy. Oh, yeah. Not the Ministry of Transportation and Communications, which is responsible for taking care of the nation's highways. Not the Venezuelan National Oil Company, which originally provided the asphalt. So I'm like, all right. I'm pretty sure corruption is super big in Venezuela, right? Yeah. Like That was like their whole thing for a while. Their corruption ranking. Uh... When ranked by score, uh, Venezuela ranked 177th amongst the 180 countries in the index where the country ranked first is perceived to have the most honest public sector. Um, so almost as bad as possible. Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, some of it's, there, there, there's a lot of outside factors. <laughs> that, that well, I mean, that. America. There's, yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot, there's, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> look, um, look, up, look into the school of the Americas, and that's pretty much all you need to know. Or, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, and that's it. There, there could be corruption, but who knows for sure? Everybody is giving a different explanation. It's a total mystery, said Ruth Capriles, Venezuela's foremost whistleblower and author of the two-volume Corruption Dictionary, a compendium of the nation's worst cases as uh, worst cases of graft. Uh, if you have a two-volume direct dictionary of corruption for your country, shit is bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Capriez, like most Venezuelans, has pet theories about La Montenegro. She thinks political opponents of President Carlos Andres Perez may be dumping oil on the roads to make the government look bad. 
There's a theory that raw sewage from the slums are somehow flowing under the roads, triggering a chemical reaction to the asphalt. Nearly every news article is a direct reprint of the Chicago Tribune article, since uh, it has reoccurred in 2001 across many streets in Caracas. I, you see, I'm, I'm honestly thinking that. Okay, the raw sewage idea that actually seems to give me that that one. I'm, I'm kind of like, huh, that yeah. uh, that makes sense. Oh, okay, I see. There's okay, okay. <laughs> I see where this is going. I was unable to pull the original article, but on Wikipedia, the Sunday Telegraph stated that one report showed it was a mixture of used engine oil and highly corrosive brake fluid, um, but concluded that after 14 years of study, no one knows what this stuff is, where it comes from, or how to get rid of it. So I'm actually thinking that uh, the first pet theory that Caprilles has is probably the right one. Uh, which because, one was that? That like, someone's just mixing like like brake fluid and oil and dumping it on the roads to make people look bad. Yeah, because like they just have they if it's used engine oil, right? Like yeah. and corrosive like brake fluid, they're probably just like, what's the cheapest shit we can get and dump yeah. on the road? And that shit that doesn't like it's not just laying around. That, that's not everywhere, and it's not going to be like mixed frequently unless you're like yeah in an auto parts store where that like that will would spill. Be. And, yeah, but to the quantity, it's not just out in nature like that. So no, be no, like, that's maybe someone from the transportation injury is hitting up all these like auto repair stores trying to like take away their used fluids and then just recombining and dumping them on roads to make people look bad. Um, Basically what it is, it's it's like a biodiesel, but like shittier. Yeah. Way Same shittier. concept. Um, and here's where I started having fun. Usually when I can only find one single copy and pasted article on something after a bunch of digging, I'll put it in a bucket for later in case something comes up. Um, but I figured since this is a Venezuelan phenomenon that I should try to find at least the the original Venezuelan news clippings about this um, instead of a 1992 article in, from Chicago talking about goo in Venezuela in 1986. Um, and yes, I withheld that the 1992 paper was referencing a 1985 Venezuelan goop to prevent you from connecting some dots too soon. Um, dots? I, I, I don't know why I wrote that. Yet. At the time, I probably th had some dots did, in my did head. Did you have I a theory? Did you have a, a pet theory at the time? I probably did. I don't can't remember mm. how long ago I wrote this. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and here's the thing: I couldn't, at least not within the first ten pages of Google, uh, Venezuela, Mexico, or Argentina. In fact, none of the Spanish-speaking searches had any articles about La Mancha Negra outside of a 2020 movie by the same name. Today's episode is brought to you in part by. Bushcraft Kelso, the go-to bushcraft bra, found on Instagram at Bushcraft Kelso, K-E-L-S-O, and his rad-ass goat at Bushcraft Sassy. His website is bushcraftkelso.com. He has some pretty rad stuff. I have the hot sauce necklace, which came in clutch at the Renaissance Fair. Plus, he has a YouTube channel and has bushcraft and firecraft lessons available through his website, sold out at the time I am recording this. So how did you? So my question is, how did you find out about La Mancha Negra in the first place? Because I'm, I, I did a Google search really quick because I was curious what La Mancha meant. Yeah. Right. And La Mancha Negra, the movie, is the first thing that came up. Yeah, and I didn't know. I was unaware of the movie at the time I started writing this, uh, because this is written entirely 
in the order in which I learned things. Oh, it is the black stain. I'm dumb. Um, so why is it a paper in Chicago wrote about it, uh, but nothing uh, more local to the actual place of residence? I don't know, but one of the only results on our La Mancha Negra found on a Spanish language search was an Indonesia Times uh, whose author what? clearly saw the same thing I did as they wrote, was La Mancha Negra ever a big deal or was it just some conspiracy theory and slowly disappearing from the news? Because most of the coverage in English led to the 1991 Chicago Tribune article. The Chicago Tribune is not a tabloid. It was founded in 1847, is the largest newspaper in the Midwest, and has won 27 Pulitzers. Um, so is it possible? Yeah, but let's, let's be real. Let's be real. That means nothing anymore. No, no, not at all. Um, so is it possible that this news is embellished with nonsense stories? So as to not taste bland, after all, this is a story about bad roadworks in Venezuela. What I yeah, find suspect is the claimed number of deaths. I travel the most dangerous road uh, in the county to where I think I might have meant to write, write country. 28 used to be in the top 10 deadliest roads in New York until they lowered the speed limit. Really? Which I drive every day. Yeah. It was wild. Um and while a rover is not uncommon, specifically in the winter, also there, there's like all the time. Like there's, I've this year I've seen many, many very bad. I've seen probably at least I've seen a pl plenty of car wrecks on that road this year, and I've seen between that and then W at least five where they have the um, fire trucks with flags, so you can't see what happened to the bodies. Oh wait, what? I have never heard of that. Yeah, they like they like block the view out of like respect to the people. Wow, that's that's rough. That's it, not good. I've seen a number of those this year. I've never seen that. Yeah. So that just wow. Yeah, um, it's people trying to make make like a left across four lanes of traffic. It's, it's, well, yeah, I mean that's gonna get you killed. Is is what it's been a few times and people like blowing through a red because they floor it to try to make it and then the other light turned green and they that, that's what those are um oh speaking of blowing through a red somebody blew through the red in front of my house the other day yeah which is just like what the fuck are you doing it was as everyone was turning and i'm just like jesus okay dumbass yeah um and while a roller is not uncommon especially in the winter which also fucking don't drive that shit in the winter by harley davidson that's fucked up don't go that way um what is it described oh, okay that that see here's the thing about yeah. me and in roads i don't remember the names of roads period yeah. i remember the like so <laughs> this actually gets into my my dissertation and my thesis and like everything that i study um there's this concept of like uh imageability of maps right where you like i don't remember like, most roads i only know those two because i drive them twice a day every day but but anywho the yeah. the way that we remember maps is yeah. like through producing these images right and these yeah. like abstractions of of space and place and whatever you create um as a like yeah. abstract you at an abstract of landmarks that you recognize that i would argue mm -hmm. probably don't represent at all the real landmarks that you're looking for exactly yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating. Like if you if you ask people to draw like a map of what they do, yeah. um, they're usually super inaccurate because they're drawing them based on like key 
landmarks and like pathings yeah. and stuff like that. And you can actually you can learn a lot about someone based on how they draw a map. When I um, worked at the farm, I had to make a delivery to another farm, and um, I'm really bad without a GPS or directions. Or it, it's it's a problem. So my boss drew on the dust on the hood a map for what? me. Yeah, he drew in the dust on the hood of the delivery truck a map, and he drew a picture of cows and wrote the word cows and like an X where I'm supposed to go. Cows. Yeah. He's like, get on this road and then follow this map. You'll find it. Like, Jesus If you've Christ. seen the cow, you've gone too far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was... How will I know the cow? You'll know the cow. Yeah. Well, luckily, it was... It was close, and it was basically like, drive until you see cows, and then you'll see a different farm, and then turn left there, and that's where you can drop off the hay. Um, what is described in the Chicago Tribune seems almost apocalyptic. Uh, the deadliest road in the U.S. is Interstate 5 in California. From 2015 to 2019, 584 people were killed in 544 in a similar Jesus. time frame. Yeah, um, that would be... The, the, the number of deaths on... This this the La Mancha Negro Road is absurd. It's it's yeah, it's wild, and I don't want to say the numbers are are aren't accurate or because even if you're off by like twenty percent, that's still way crazier than that road in California. So uh, I don't know. It, it, it's um, let's see what I had to say in this last paragraph. Um, all this is to say I wrote this because the internet had a huge surge of La Mancha Negro show up in the cryptid space and from what i can best tell its source is a heavily embellished chicago tribune article written six years after an allegedly dangerous road in venezuela had some oil and brake fluid on it so uh, yeah th that's you can see why i had this one banked for a while it was short and i didn't really have any real conclusion or like story i tried to go take everyone through like with like the lame of tartary where like at the end it's like it was cotton the whole time and you connect all these dots this one was um yeah I wrote it because it, there was stuff there, but... Uh... So, I'm looking up the most dangerous roads in the world yeah. right now, right? Um, and it looks like the one of the deadliest roads that I can find is uh, a place in uh, called no North Youngest Road, Bolivia, and apparently it claims up to 300 lives a year. So... That still is less than the number of deaths that are... are uh, assigned to this if i'm not mistaken right yeah how much how many deaths was it it was 1800. like 18 yeah 1800 in five years and like like north youngest road and i i see a picture of it and it's like super dangerous there's like sheer cliffs that it's oh, it's like on top of um of course this is from history.co.uk so who knows how real it is yeah um but yeah yeah no the the death road of Bolivia is the most commonly cited, most dangerous road that I can see. Jeez, huh? Yeah. So that that far dwarfs. I, I I feel like I feel like this is like, um, this is very embellished. I feel like it's it's embellished, and I don't know anything about the Chicago Tribune, but I can see someone being like, "We need," or they're slower. Like, we need something to drum up more sales or something but it's because they see it's it's a very tabloidy story like yeah writing a, you wouldn't expect a newspaper to write about like mystery goo that's like 
a government can't thwart and is killing thousands it, of people. It's definitely something you wouldn't expect for uh um for for something like this. I like I could see it in like um uh like the National Enquirer or something like that. That would make yeah. sense to me. With like a crazy headline like like about like a serial killer goo that that the government can't fix in Venezuela or something. Not like whatever that article was yeah like like this is this is definitely something that i would have expected to see at like um hannaford in the the on the rack you know oh when the racks were a thing do they still Uh have racks Uh, they still have racks like there's not as much or like because you know print is a dead medium i miss when hannaford had video games hannaford's a grocery store also if you're in a different part of the country did hannaford have video games i don't recall yeah so it used to be um when i was little if i accompanied are, are my you dad talking, to go grocery are you, shopping are you talking about the one in kingston that yes. had the okay that was a special case the one in kingston oh, i didn't realize that was a special case that's just the yeah. one you went to where like the one I, in kingston had a had a video rental store in front of it oh this wasn't the from the video rental store this would be in the hannaford if I was good oh. and well, well behaved while he went grocery shopping, I would pick, get to pick out an NES game from their NES section, and then I could mm-hmm. also get the um, from the the gumball machines, the the that the the, the gachapon uh, near the exit. They, I I think calling those gachapon is is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> they had those goopy hands that that stick yeah. to the wall. They had those. The those best. Were fun. The best they had were homies. Let's be real. Homies were the best. I was I was talking to Christina about that recently, talking yeah. about homies, and she's like, I don't know if I remember that. And then I described it and she's like, Oh, I think I remember that now. <laughs> Those made people redonkulous amounts of money. Yeah. Like they were super, super like good for income. <laughs> yeah. For for oh, people with those. passive income. There's, I never bought them. I wish the Hannaford I go to had the little things on the gumball machines. I don't think any of them have it anymore. I think the one in the plaza does. This is hyper local, by the way. The one near the auto parts oh, store true. has them, but the nicer true, one true. that I go to does not. Well, that that's the shitty one. Yeah, like like you know unilaterally, that's the one that you go to. That's like the shittiest one, for yeah. sure. That's the one my parents go to because it's like five minutes closer to their house than the one that I go to. <laughs> but they went there once and they were like, holy shit, it's so nice in here. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, because that's the good one. That's the one that, that like is one of the best. I think legitimately that Hannaford is one of the best like performing Hannafords in the country. It's the best. I take the back road. I park in the back and then I, well, Erica does a lot of the shopping, but whenever I go shopping, I go like, on a weekday at night when it's just fucking dead. That's fair. Well, I hate, um don't like don't I hate getting stuck behind people that are slow and blocking the aisle. Or just like standing there or they're like uh That's the one thing that I really miss uh back when uh Hannaford still pretended covid was a thing. Um is that that we had like lanes that had a specific direction? They unfortunately the one I go to the, the, that was I I followed the lanes. I th- might have been one of the only people that followed the arrows. Fair, but you could at least like look at someone and give them a shitty like 
you know what you're doing. Yeah. There, yeah. there was, there was a degree of like personal. Oh, I just I'm... move. Yeah, I would only be in the going the way I go, and yeah. I just wouldn't move. And like, well, at at the very least, you had like the moral authority in that case. Yeah. Right, where it's like, I'm, I'm better than you because I'm at least following. And this, then, well, you piece of shit. What I, I, I conceded eventually at, at when uh, I would go shopping with Erica is I'd park the cart at the end of the aisle. And she would run the wrong way down the one way road just to grab something, then run it back to the cart. Because I was like, we're in a civilization. There's rules. I'm not taking the cart. And she's like, can I just run and grab it? <laughs> like, fine. There are rules. <laughs> they exist for a reason. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> We'd go home and lice all the fuck out of everything in the middle of the kitchen. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I I still also haven't like I I'm still wearing an N95 mask pretty much everywhere I go. So there's I I wear it mostly. It's there's like the odd occasion, like when it, like the other day when I saw Falco at the gas mm -hmm. station, I stopped in to get a sandwich at like 5:30 in the morning, and I was like, who's no one's at a gas station at 5:30 in the morning on a Saturday? I'm just gonna walk in and grab a sandwich because. You see, that's the exact moment you need to worry. It's the moments that you think aren't going to be important. Those are the moments that they're the most important yeah, to pay attention. That, and I know that I like the cashier there. She she wears the mask all the time, and, and it's kind of a dick move on me to show up on the weekend. <laughs> kind of. That's also the only time I've ever seen somebody. <laughs> it was the time he came up to me. <laughs> oh God. That that uh that quick check was the one that that um, the first time that I ever actually found out that quick check had like good food. So good. Um, it's so yeah. Good. That, that I uh, you taught you brought me there during my uh my like 2018 mental health crisis. Oh yes, <laughs> they stepped up their game since then. By the way, there's some pretty good stuff. I I routinely get the the breakfast sandwiches. The um, breakfast sandwiches are good, and the nice thing. Like, there's which I abuse because I live next to one is you can just order on the app and then just like wait five minutes and then all you do is just show up, pay and take it and leave and you're not waiting in any lines or anything. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, I will say the the tech for quick check is um everything bagel, double ham, egg and cheese, and and listen listen to me. Keep keep with me on this one. Crushed red pepper. Ooh, okay. That right there. That's the combo. I believe it. That it, sounds good. It's it's good. There's... Also, by the way, we're done. We have oh, yeah. nothing else. We're done. We have nothing else. Their food is good enough, by the way. If anyone's like, these guys eat at a gas station, there's regularly like DoorDash waiting on the side counter. Like, oh, yeah. No, like, their food is like... Who could order from literally anywhere with DoorDash will just go <laughs> to the gas station. They have legit fucking food. And they, like, they, they also make it... It's made to order. I feel like that's an important thing we're not including as well. Oh, yes, it's made to order. They've got the pre-made stuff you could get, but no one gets it. Yeah, I mean, you're you're going to get a sandwich. That's pre you're not going to get a pre-made sandwich from Quick Check. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? They had a good Nashville hot chicken run for a while. I think they I think it's back. Oh, is it? Yeah, there was hot chicken the I went I went on Sunday. So, I saw hot chicken. I don't know if it's a Nashville hot chicken though. Um, I think I told the story on this podcast about the time that I got pulled pork from Quick Check. No. Okay, so I got pulled pork from Quick Check. Yeah. That's not the whole story, though. You see, 
I got pulled pork and I'm like, okay, cool. I'll boop, 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 boop. I put my, like, I put like pickle chips in, you know, da, 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 da. I take the, I get into the car. I open my pulled pork. I look at it and I'm like, why is there no sauce? (laughs) Turns out you had to select the sauce. Oh, is baffling to me because I've never imagined pulled pork as being anything but a sauce based food. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. Like to me, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even on the radar of things that I need to worry about. Yeah, you would think there'd be an extra sauce option, but not a any sauce at all option. So it turned out it was a la, I, I ordered the a la carte version, uh, but even still, even still, I would expect the sauce to be like part and parcel pulled pork, right? Yeah. Like they they are indistinguishable from one another. But anywho. Since I have a hard a hard out on this episode, yes. I think it's time for us to close. Indeed. So uh, this has been Cryptopedia. Uh, we have our website, CryptopediaCast.com. Our Instagram in the thing that must not be named is at CryptopediaCast. Our email is CryptopediaCast at gmail.com or us at CryptopediaCast.com. Our YouTube is YouTube.com at Cryptopedia. My computer is currently... Uh, all my scripts on my computer are a little bit fucked, so it's going to take a while before I start putting videos back up. Um, we also have an Etsy shop that, uh, Brandon maintains the Cryptopedia merch, uh, We got socks, and we got shirts, and we got, uh, mugs, and we got, if Jackalope's you 20% off, all all of the things. With Um, a code that I literally made when Brandon asked me what should the coupon code be, and I chose the literal jokiest possible code I could have chosen. And I shipped it. Brandon was like, yes. Done. Um... Also, speaking of jackalopes, uh, we have a Patreon, and if you give five bucks a month to this nightmare of a podcast, uh, we say your name on the podcast, and you know you also get those those little like discounts at the Cryptopedia you know merch shop. Um, so let's just give a thanks to our jackalopes, and this is for sure the right list because uh, I copied and pasted it from the episode that was lost. Yes. So we have Will Smith, Bushcraft Kelso, Lenwood Sharp, Bird Schneider, Marty Von Party, uh, and uh, Clay Sinclair. And that is our Jackalopes currently. Oh, and if you're Jackalope and you want a commercial like the one you heard earlier in this episode or the previous episode, hit me up. I'll I'll, I'll put a little plug in in the middle there for you. Like, because people have been saying, hey, we used to like those ads y'all did. And I was like, I ran out of ideas. And then I was like, could make Jackalope ads. That's fair. Sure. Yeah. I do appreciate the wet ass pussy one from the previous episode. <laughs> I was um, unaware of the existence you, of Clay. that version of that song and I was very happy to have been made you aware weren't? of it. I was it, unaware. I actually I haven't used the website that should not be named in a very long time, but I did that's fair. I did log on to uh uh tweet that at Robert Evans. <laughs> the song or the The song. Oh, I'm pretty sure Robert Evans knew about that one. Yeah, has to have known, but he didn't say anything about it. I could have sworn he did, but whatever. Anywho, we have a Discord. Um, if you want to interact with the community, that's pretty much the only place it exists now. I know we talked about a Facebook group in the past, but I don't fucking go there. I barely go on Facebook as it is. The only thing I use it for is Messenger. Um, There's, is it fair to say that they're legacy media by now? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd say that Messenger is the most useful part of it, um, and the rest of it's kind of all bullshit. 
I have uh, that I've, because there's people whose phone numbers I don't know, and that's the only way we text. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, like, I've pretty, I've more or less abandoned most social media. Yeah. To a certain extent, um, I still like browse it. Like, I'll browse Twitter just to see, like, if there's any mad. Well, you know, the thing that must not be named. Um, I'll I'll browse to see if there's any magic spoilers or like, uh, hot takes of things that have happened. But that's about it. Yeah. Like I'll I'll check trending to see if there's anything happening, and then I'll like go. Um. Yeah. Anywho, uh, if you have any monster repressed or stories, be sure to send them in. Um, I'll get to them eventually. Brandon might <laughs> not because of you know Baldur's Gate, but you know it's, that's it's the risk you run. Issue. Yeah. I'm in Shar's Temple. It's one of the I, bigger I dungeons. I don't know what any of that means because I haven't looked into Baldur's Gate three at all. It's uh, it's 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 worth it. You can find me on Instagram at donkey underscore hands. My website is boyerb.com. My email is brandon at cryptopediacast.com, and my Twitter is at cryptobrandon. And if you think I have a Threads, you can crawl up my ass and die. I actually have a Threads, but I have no idea. Like, wh- I don't think I ever did anything with it. I just made it. Fair. I've just made a bunch of things just to make them. But anywho, I'm on Instagram at Mew2057. My Twitter is at JF Dunham. My website is JohnDunhamGames.com. My email is JohnAcryptopediaCast.com. Our art was done by Tom Hill. You could find him on Instagram at Hill. His website is greatergloryglow.com. His other website is TomMikeHill.com. His email is TomMikeHill at gmail.com. And our merch art was done by my sister. You could find her on Etsy um, doing with more of her art. Um, if you want, you can try to find it. I mean, that's super, like... I still... Brandon. We had the same issue last Brandon. time, and I forgot again Brandon. this time. Eventually, I gotta say... I'm gonna remember to, pl- like, find... Re- like, put in her actual things. Brandon, I have to say, you could have... There's literally no way that you could have made that plug more worthless. There's... if I mean, if you want it, because we're friends on Etsy, so you can... If you f- go to our merch store, and then look at who our merch store is friends with, it'll just be her merch store. Okay. You've 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 upgraded from the the comp- the worst possible thing to something semi useful. <laughs> Anywho, I'm John. I'm Brandon, and things are gonna get weird. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>